When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Now, it's Gabe time. Gabe Kuhn. Gabe Kuhn was one of the great little trivial nuggets in all football bios. His grandfather was the inventor of... The Easy Bake Oven. Like a boss. The best lineman on the radio. Well, the only lineman on the radio. It's game time. Game time. We're ready. The Gabe Coon Show. 92.9 FM ESPN. It's a beautiful Tuesday. Welcome in to the Gabe Coon Show. May 16, 2023 edition of the program. I am Gabe Coon. Former Memphis Tiger offensive lineman on Twitter at G underscore Coon 71. I am alongside the executive producer of the Gabe Coon Show, Connor Dunning, on Twitter at CDunning929. Connor, hello. Hello, hello. How's life treating you? Good? Pretty good. Good to hear. Can't complain. I had to uh, make a last-second change of plans today. I uh, was supposed to go to Atlanta for a buddy's bachelor trip. Uh, That got canceled last second. Hope everything's going all right for him and his family. Uh, You know, things happen where we have to change plans. But now I'm headed to Kansas City for another buddy's wedding. So they were they were they were booked alongside of each other. That was a tough decision I had to make, but decision was made easy for me. But I had to change plans. A lot of money was spent. A lot of money has not been uh, refunded at this point. So it's been an interesting morning for me, Connor. The the mindset of going from bachelor party to wedding is two very different things. Uh yeah, yeah. Still drinks flowing. Still. Good That's time true. around That's friends. True. Try not to hurt yourself this time. <laughs> I won't. I won't. It's a good DJ, brother. What do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you want me to do? But we have three hours to talk on the way, courtesy of 92.9 FM ESPN and yours truly. I will open on more jaw discussion as we're going to have really the whole week a lot of discussion on jaw and what should happen as far as the suspension and, and how bizarre this situation in general is. But JJ Reddick. God love him. I know he's been interviewed for multiple, well, for one job in particular, but he he likely will get interviewed for multiple jobs as a head coach uh, as far as an NBA coach is concerned. But we need him in the media, man. We do. Because he, he, he he's so level-headed. He, he makes points that actually stick. He stays away from legacy talk. He's been there. He's done that. He's not far removed. He tries to stay in tune with what's going on on the floor. And I I think he's a massive help for where we need to go as far as NBA dialogue is concerned. And I I want him to stay in the media, but he had a great take and a suggestion on the Joss suspension. We'll get to it in a moment. Also, uh, on the Grizzlies front, Desmond Bain went through a, yeah, there's a medical update that we'll get to, and and we'll talk about that. 
Doc Rivers is out as the coach of the 76ers. Is anyone surprised, Connor? Connor, are you surprised? Not at all. Not at all. No, exactly. Uh, but there's some interesting points to be made about him now being out in Philadelphia. As far as guests are concerned, Jeff Calkins, 5 o'clock. Jeff Calkins showing the Daily Memphian. And 6 o'clock, Christian Fowler, as normal, on a Tuesday, Bluff City Media and the On the Bluff pod with me. We have some realignment news. ACC, have you seen this stuff? I oh, have. Good I Lord, have. seven schools looking to see what they can do to get out of their grant and rights deal. And also, San Diego State looks like a shoe into the Pac-12 at this moment. A lot of realignment has happened in the last 24 hours that we will catch you up on. We'll hop into the Blitz. Um, Peacock in the NFL is, is worth noting there. Um, we'll, we'll talk about Joe Burrow and what he had to say, and we'll get to some early Heisman odds as well. But I want to open here. J.J. Reddick today, he needs his flowers for being a voice of reason in a in a in a unreasonable situation, he was posed the question, "What do you think of Jaws' misgivings, and what do you think about a suspension?" And and this is what he had to say this morning on First Take. JJ, I'll start with you. I haven't heard your take on this subject yet. How many games do you think Jaws should be suspended now as a second-time offender? <clears throat> um, so Stephen A. yesterday said twenty-five games. Is, is that correct? I just want to be clear what. I said I thought. Go ahead. That's exactly. No, all I said is that I thought that's exactly what would happen at least. At least twenty-five games. Okay. So a couple things. Um, Number one, don't condone Jaws' behavior. And I'm not. Jaws Moran is not an idiot, but it's idiotic behavior. It it, it is. Um, I think also how sensitive everyone is right now to guns in general. Absolutely. I think that sort of factors into the outrage of this. My, my, my initial question is, has, has Ja Morant broken a law, right? The Colorado police investigated. No law was broken. Uh, you know, as far as we know so far, no law has been broken here. When we talk about a 25-game suspension, historically speaking, that's steroids. You know, you're cheating the game of basketball. That's going up into the stands and fighting fans. That's, you know, Gilbert, I think, got... the the whole season or 50 games, whatever it was, for bringing a gun into a locker room. Now, that is in violation of league rules. We have every season meetings with NBA security. They go through the gun laws with us. Uh, They go through the protocols with us. You know, as far as I know, there's no law that's been broken. The perception of what he is doing, given the incident last summer at his house with the 17-year-old, uh, given what happened with the Indiana Pacers traveling party earlier this season, and then following up with the, the like, there should be a suspension. You know, given that he already served eight games, two of which he obviously couldn't play, but he served an eight-game suspension. Uh, I, I think I, I would start sort of looking at a 16-game suspension, right? Mm-hmm. Doubling up, and and there's a lot that I don't know. There's a lot that we don't know internally with the Memphis Grizzlies and internally with the league. We're not privy to everything that's happening in John Morant's life right now. We're not privy to everything that's happening behind the scenes with the Memphis Grizzlies organization. I do think a 25-game suspension for this is too severe. I'm not a fan of the behavior. I don't condone it, but I would generally start at probably doubling up what the suspension has already been, which was eight games. I, I think a very reasonable explanation and a reasonable suspension considering, and, and it's hard to call John Morant an offender, right? Like, there is no law that's being broken. This is why this is such a tough situation. There has been nothing unlawful. But when you look at a 16-game suspension, if that was the decision and they doubled down on the eight-game suspension they gave him for the Denver incident, 
it would leave him with only two games to spare to potentially be on an all-NBA team. He would only, if he played every single game after that, only have 66 games that he could be a part of after that. So that's a massive punishment. It would leave him off all-NBA. He'd lose out on more money. We know how that works. Um, but, but I have to say, I agree wholeheartedly with J.J. Reddick's conversation about the, the precedent that's been set in the past in the NBA. 25 to 60 games is for PEDs and for law issues and for bringing a gun onto team, into team facilities. That is not what this Josh Morant situation should ultimately be. So I, I, people that are calling for a full-year suspension, a half-year suspension, 25 games, I think that is far too much. I will say this, though, because I think there is a big, relevant conversation about John Morant, the platform he's on, versus if a role player did the exact same thing. If a role player did what Ja did on Instagram Live, would he be punished as much? I don't think necessarily that would be the case. But I do think Ja needs to be held to a different standard. Should anybody argue anything different? Are we, is anybody arguing we should hold him um, to the same standards as anybody else? In the NBA, he has a $194 million contract. He's entertaining. He's fun. He's an idol to young fans. He has his own shoe line with Nike. He has multiple endorsements with massive companies. He should be held to a different standard. He is a different standard. He is that good. We, we hold folks, this happens all the time in, in every walk of life, right? We hold folks in higher places to different standards constantly. CEOs are held to a higher standard than folks in cubicles, than janitors, than guys. It's easier to lose your job if you do something different in a lower spot. It's easier to be put into a different category when you're in a lower spot. But CEOs are held to higher standards than folks in cubicles. And and John Morant's the highest paid guy (laughs) in the Grizzlies organization. He should be held to a higher standard. He's one of the highest paid guys in the Western Conference. He should be held to a different standard. And, and I think ultimately where I stand on the entire conversation is he has to start caring more about his image than we care about his image. To facilitate that, a suspension and a punishment may be necessary. That may give him the, the reason to stop, although the first time it didn't necessarily, and we, and we had a repeat of the same thing. Two, two times in three months, we have guns on Instagram Live. But it, the law part of it, I don't necessarily think is, is it's not normal. He has not broken any laws, but it's about decision-making, and it's about a guy in a high place holding himself accountable for the misgivings that he has uh, put upon himself. And we're not having this conversation if he doesn't make these stupid decisions. I, I, like, there's a lot of conversations that I think are, are, are that are coming up that are big picture, that are valuable. Why does a... You know, congressmen, why do, why do congressmen who hold guns and tote guns on Instagram get held to a different standard than John Morant? Is it an image thing? I think there's, there's a valuable conversation that we could have out of that. But at the same time, in the end of the day, different strokes for different folks. If, if, if one, uh, one person's following uh, uplifts that type of behavior and another one's doesn't, the NBA has a zero-tolerance situation with, with guns. We saw it with Gilbert Arenas. We, there's no tolerance. There's a lot of people within the NBA circles, the fans of the NBA, that are annoyed with how much gun violence there is. We get a matter and matter. Every time this happens, when we have school shootings, when we see shootings at, at the grocery store, wherever it is, we get sick of it. 
And to see Ja perpetuate those things and the same people that are watching him and then taking his, his entertainment value every night, you see uh, young fans following along and seeing the example he's setting. There is value to the position he's in that I don't think he understands fully at this moment, and you need to teach him those things. And if a, if a 16-game suspension, suspension gets that done, you suspend him for 16 games. But it's all about decision-making. He's a young guy. He's 23 years old. But you have to grow up, and you have to move out of this phase you're in where you, where you think you have to do these things, where you're, you're trying to put on a front. You just have to move past that. And regardless of if he broke the law or not, a suspension can help facilitate that. And I, I think that's just about where I'm at. And I thought J.J. Redick was very fair in his comments. Right. No, I totally agree. I think everything that J.J. said was correct. You know, he didn't break a law. It's not about that. It's about the decision-making. That's what we discussed yesterday. Yep. And that's why, you know, we kind of discussed we thought it would be about 10 to 20 games, and it sounds like that's going to be what it is. I think that it would be, you know, a wake-up call to put it right on that line of the awards and being like, hey, man, we're not going to take these things away from you, but, like, it's right there for us to take. We can yep. do it if we need to. And, you know, because the first time around, it really felt like they were like, okay, we're going to slap you on the wrist, but we're going to give you a chance you a chance to show that you can turn this thing around. And unfortunately, within two months, he didn't. So the NBA now has to step in and say, well, we're okay, we're going to really discipline you this time, and you've got to learn a lesson here. And I think that's what's going to happen. You know, it's not overdramatic. And I also think that, you know, people are being a little disingenuous with some of these arguments for Ja. It's like, mm-hmm. come on, we all know why this is happening. He lied to the commissioner. He lied yep. to the team. It's an image issue, yes. And I, under, and I totally understand the conversations about, well, if the senator can do this, yeah, I get those conversations, but the NBA can't suspend sen- senators. Yes, no. The NBA also doesn't back them. They don't say that that's okay to do. I think all, all of us have a problem with senators putting their kids on Twitter that's holding That's more ARs. disturbing to me, personally. I believe, I, that's but, more disturbing to me, but at me? the same time, it's, 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 a, it's a different following. It's a different right. type of person. Well, that is not holding that other guy, that senator, to a standard right. that Jaw is being held to the point in of, the NBA. The point I'm trying to make, though, is just because you believe that Jaw deserves a suspension here, which I do, it does not mean that I think that it's okay for people to put ARs on Absolutely. Twitter with their kid. It's like there's a false equivalence. I, there's a there f- that very big people, false equivalent, and, and it's di- it's a disingenuous conversation. Like it's a larger conversation to have the optics of it. The you know. The black versus white, all I of that makes sense. That's bigger, said, those yes. are bigger picture conversations. But at the end of the day, the NBA doesn't care about those conversations right, right now when it comes to the case of Ja Moran. It has We've to got to ja. keep this. It's, it's about Ja. It's about the Grizzlies. It's about their image. And that's why I don't think that they're going to go overboard. Anything over, you know, 20 games is unnecessary, in my opinion. That's crazy. You can't take away a quarter of the season because of that. But you can get close. Mm-hmm. Just make him feel it. Make him feel it this time. Hopefully he commits to change, which I still think he can. Yes. A lot of people are also forgetting that you are allowed to criticize Ja, and you are allowed to say, hey, man, you disappointed people. You, we know that you're better than this, while still rooting for him and believing he can make a change. All of those things are allowed to be true. Mm-hmm. We need to stop putting people in boxes because of their opinions about yep. this thing, unless they're saying 50 games a whole year. Yes, Chandler a, Parsons can get after. Well, he's, it, he's turned uh, into a hack on Twitter anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, things like that are ridiculous. The Chandler Parsons thing is bizarre to me. He's a hack. He's a hack comedian four, but, at this But point. also, four years, $94 million, and, you, and he seems to go after the Grizzlies consistently. Well, I, he I, keeps, like, you got paid your money, you're off. Like It's, 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 all, like, it's it like a comedian out. that toured one time, and they were successful <laughs> with a couple jokes. He keeps dropping the, the $94 million. And it's like, dude, 
It's not funny anymore. <laughs> like you look like a hack comedian. Get like get one, get a new discussion topic, dude. One of the discussions that's going to be interesting through this process, though, is if the NBA comes down hard, which I can I can foresee, considering Adam Silver and Ja had a conversation, and Adam Silver may feel played. Yes, like that's that's yes, the truth of it. That's and that he could come down pretty substantial on Ja Morant, and if it gets to twenty five games, I I think one of the most interesting things to watch is going to be how the NBA Players Association reacts, if that is the case. I'm not saying there's a lot of people in the NBA Players Association, by the way, which Jaron is a VP of right now, but uh, I don't think there's a lot of people in the NBA Players Association that feel bad for Ja. I don't think they do. I think they mostly will say he, he brought it upon himself, he put himself in a bad position, what what are we really going to do to help him? I think he needs to learn his lesson, but, but... If you're going to suspend him for an inordinate amount of games, again, it's 25 to precedent in the history of the NBA is 25 to 60 for law issues, for PEDs, cheating for the game that are absolutely against uh, protocols in the NBA and, and laws in real life, in real life with guns and everything else. If you get to that 25 game, I, I think. I think the NBA Players Association would have something to say about it because they don't want to set precedents going into the future. They want to protect their players ultimately. I, I, but I, I don't think if you see a 16-game suspension, 15-game suspension, there's going to be a whole lot of people in the NBA Players Association coming to Jaws Rescue. But if it starts to get up there, if Adam Silver says, I am drawing a line in the sand right now, I think there's a lot of guys in those, those positions of power that will decide to to press against it just for a precedent um, that they don't want to potentially be set for for other guys that may be violators. And fully agree. I, I but but ultimately, just because Jaron's the VP, it doesn't mean that any type of suspension that comes down the NBA Players Association is going to retaliate against. I don't think that's the well, case. Well, you know, usually in cases similar to this you're able to kind of gauge what the Players Association's reaction is going to be based off of former players. And the former players are not defending John no. in this moment. And to your point, most, most I don't I've heard a lot would, of this is a, the dumbest is dumb. You're being dumb. I don't think that they would step in unless it gets to a suspension that would set a precedent that affects money. And yep. if it's a 15-game suspension, 16-game, that doesn't affect the money. And I'm not talking about Jaws money. I'm talking about the precedent that would be set there is, okay— so we can give it up to this amount before it hits the money with the All-NBA, the MVP, yeah. all that kind of stuff. That makes sense to me. F- 10 to 15 games makes the most logical sense. Yeah. It's more than a slap on the wrist, but it's more than a substan- It's less than a substantial suspension, because I- which I don't think he deserves. And I- he, ne- he needs a wake-up call, and that would be a, hey, we're serious. We are serious yes. here. And <laughs> yes. that's all he needs. It's not like people are being dramatic. on. <laughs> it's- he didn't. He didn't break a law, but he also didn't do anything smart. Okay? It's somewhere <laughs> no. in the middle. And you, got- <laughs> I thought you said it really well. Legality does not measure morality it's not, either. Legality and it's is the not moral, the compass for the morality. morality. When yes. you pull out a moral compass, what was done on Sunday is not morally correct in any way, shape, or form for a guy at the top of the game in the NBA. You cannot be acting that way. He has a responsibility whether people want to agree with it or not. And I'm not saying, what about the children? They'll fine. Right. Whatever. I'm not saying that. That could but be he, part of it, But right? you have a responsibility. You are the face of the Gabe Coon Show. What you do on social ma- media matters to this show. It affects me. It affects Brad. It affects everybody at this station. You can't go on social and do stupid stuff. You would get punished by this station. It's as simple as it's that. Not, it's not. The FCC regulates things. I can cuss on this show. Sure. But the FCC could regulate it. I could get fired. I could face a long suspension. 
That's how these things work. It's how it works. So uh, being held accountable for what... When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Ja has done on Instagram Live, I mean, it just comes with the territory. And I think people need to understand more so than talking about the legality of it and everything else. I do sort of wonder, how does the NBA, like, how does Adam Silver view the first suspension? Does he view it through the lens of, okay, we suspended him for eight games, or does he think, like, oh, we gave him two games, he gave him the six off? Like, I sort of wonder, like, the, the whole double-it-up conversation, it really was a two-game suspension because Ja was away from the floor for those six. I think he looked at it as, I'm going to let the Grizzlies and Ja try to handle this. Yes. I think he was like, we're going to say that there's a suspension. He needs to go to counseling. for. And that's another thing. He didn't go to rehab. He went to, he went to count, yeah. like counseling. Rehab, it wasn't a substance issue. Like, that's what people were starting to get. But it was a similar place, but those line, But that's, very impo- that's a very important distinction. That's a very important distinction. It wasn't a substance issue that he went to go get help for. That's very important. So I think that they were like, we are going to let the Grizzlies and Jaws camp handle this. We're going to hit him with the suspension. We're going to back the suspension. But that they were, I think essentially they were like, let's see how he handles it. And he said the right things. He did the interview with Jalen Rose. He talked to Silver. He did all, everything he was supposed to do. Did we, did we smell PR on everything yeah, that was happening? Yeah. Sure. But at the end of the day, if it came to fruition that he was going to change, we would have been like, that was all good stuff. It all made sense. Unfortunately, within two, two and a half months, that stuff got washed away. So now I think the NBA has to step in and put their foot down a little bit. Yeah. And I also envision an, a, a situation. I do envision this still because a lot, of, a lot is still up in the air. Um, and there's a lot of speculation going on. I understand that. I do envision, considering the Grizzlies, as soon as they saw this Instagram Live video, said he's suspended from all act- team activities, he's staying Fast. away. I, I can envision a, 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 a Grizzlies, not just full Grizzlies punishment, right, where they say we're suspending him for a certain amount of games because I think the NBA is going to ultimately step in to try to show their power, but I could see them coming together and really deciding together on what the best way forward is. Because they have, they I, I think the Grizzlies from their side they've handled this really well. Yeah, they really as soon as they got caught wind of it, it was immediately they put out a statement suspension from all team activities. He's not going to be around the facility uh, through this the, the beginning part of this off season. So I, I can still envision that being a a realistic possibility as well. Instead of the NBA just coming down with the the 
complete the hammer, throwing the book at John Moran. Yeah, that's why I think they're gonna. Dis- it's gonna be discipline, but it's not gonna be throwing the like the book at him because yep. that's not what it should be. It's not what it should be. Now, um, in other news, and I guess it's positive news. Although this we, positive we, news, we, in my opinion. we 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 knew, and that's because we knew that Desmond Bain had a toe issue, mm-hmm. and there was potential for him to get a a procedure, a surgery. Uh, But the Grizzlies put out a medical update today. Memphis Grizzlies wing Desmond Bain underwent a successful procedure today to address a fracture of the medial sesamoid bone in his right big toe. Bain initially sustained the injury during the Grizzlies game on November 11th against the Timberwolves and missed the following 17 games, returning to competition on December 23rd. He is expected to make a full recovery ahead of 2023-24 that season, and further updates will be provided as appropriate. I have to say, just considering the injury and a fracture in your toe – I want to give flowers to Desmond Bain first and foremost. He played pretty damn good ball. Those two wins against the Lakers in the playoffs were a lot of his doing it. I mean, and he had a 36-point performance. He had multiple 30-point performances. And he played all that ball on a fractured toe. He stuck it out. He gutted it out. And he played. But I will say this. Talking about a full recovery and him being back healthy, we have a pretty good sort of I mean, we have we have a, a sample size to deal with of when he is fully healthy. It was twenty five five and five on forty five percent from three. On forty five percent from three, even Nuts. when he was hurt in the postseason, we're talking about a twenty three six and three on a hurt toe. So going into next year, get this all taken care of. Hopefully, you get blessed with good health throughout the season. Desmond Bain could be on a, a potential All Star projection. That's the type of numbers he was putting up before this injury actually hit him. So I think ultimately good news, um, considering he was able to get back to to full health and they expect a full recovery. For sure, and you know it, it's 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 just kind of crazy to think about how well he actually played throughout the season and in the playoffs with that type of injury. Because I mean, dude, I had plantar one time and I could barely walk. I could barely move. And I know it's a different injury, but like it's still part of the foot. And he was going out there and playing high level basketball. Yes. Many Attacking, times, there were times downhill, he was the best player on the court with Adrian LeBron his, out there with but, a broken but, toe. But creating for teammates, yeah. playing good Defending, defense. Yep. I mean, I, I would I, to to think he did that all on a broken right big toe. It's impressive. That's <laughs> pretty. It's pretty damn impressive. It's impressive. I wonder um, if his toes as muscular as his, as his arms. Yeah, are. maybe uh, that helps. Yeah. Did yeah. you see what was his? his, his he needs. They, the, they've, they've talked about because there is the a, there's a new. The there's, wingspan, ex- yeah, yeah. There's a new, there's a new surgery. surgery that extends, and you can make yourself what five to nine inches taller. Sure, which is ridiculous because you can barely walk after. And Desmond <laughs> Bain said he needs that for his wingspan. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I don't know if that would help your uh, your shooting stroke, but no, Des. I, I think ultimately, considering he did all of all of his damage after that, end, once he returned and into the playoffs on a broken toe, <laughs> hats off, brother. Hats off. Well done. But let's go ahead and get to a, a break. And when we come back, have a lot to talk about. We'll talk about Western Conference Finals. Game one tonight, Lakers and Nuggets. Uh, what are the keys there? AD versus Jokic. How, how intrigued are we by that matchup? And also, Doc Rivers, he's out. No one's surprised. But uh, there's a couple of interesting statistics, a couple of interesting points to be brought up with Doc Rivers' dismissal in Philadelphia. Delphia. We'll be right back with the Game Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Game Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. 
It's a Gabe Kuhn 92.9 FM ESPN. I have to mention this. NBA PR, they got to shout out their ratings, don't they? After all the trash that has been said about the NBA's ratings the past few years, Lakers versus Warriors, most watched conference semifinals in 27 years. 7.8 million average viewers across all of their all of their TV partners. ABC, ESPN, TNT. So well done. Now we'll see if the Western Conference Finals can match up with that as it gets going tonight, 7.30. It will be Nuggets versus Lakers game one on ESPN. And the chances to advance to the NBA Finals, according to ESPN Analytics, Nuggets 52%, Lakers 48%. It's really close. It's a really close matchup, but I think really what it comes down to is a matchup that we're all going to love to watch, AD versus Nikola Jokic. Who can neutralize who? How do you go about this matchup? Can Nikola Jokic contend? Can he, can he stretch out a little bit uh, to the three-point line, uh, to the high post with AD and contend on the defensive end? And on the other end, can AD, we know the skill set he possesses, can he handle Nikola Jokic? Can he keep him from dishing out 10 assists per game, having those triple-double type games, having the 35 points per game that he had in that Suns matchup? I think he'll contend better than, than DeAndre Ayton, but this is a moment for Anthony Davis to really show he's an NBA 75 member. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, potentially. This is his moment to go show that. Absolutely. That's the matchup, you know, when the playoffs started and this potential matchup was on the table. As a Grizzlies fan, of course, I, I wish that the Grizzlies were still in this round, but, man, I, it, was, it was salivating thinking about it because it's, it feels like, you know, in, in Godzilla when Kong and Godzilla are starting to fight each other and they're like, let them fight. That's yeah, what it feels right. like with AD yes. and Jokic. Now, that matchup's going to be extremely important, and I truly do think whoever can win that matchup will ultimately win the series. But I'm also very curious about like LeBron and Murray, like the, the, yep. the second guys and the role players. It's going to really come down to them because I think ultimately Jokic and AD are going to not neutralize each other, but they're both. I think they're both going to be very good in this series. Is what I'll say. I don't think either of them are going to be bad. So I think it's going to be like which role player can step up the most. Is it going to be? MPJ, if you want to consider him a role player, is Austin Reeves going to come back? Is Rui going to come back? It's going to be fascinating to see. I think it's going to be a long series. It's going to be a hard-fought series. I think it's going to be some really fun basketball. Yep. I cannot and wait. This I'm so is, excited. This is also LeBron. Um, we know he's he's lost a step, but like through these playoffs, 24-10-5. and five. That's him losing a step. Half. That's him losing a step. I do think, though, when you look at the Nuggets and defensively what they can potentially do to match up with LeBron, I like a potential maybe Aaron Gordon matchup with yeah, him. Yeah. I think that Aaron Gordon, that's why you bring him in. He's a two-way type guy. He can score at three levels. He has some opportunities to go hurt the Lakers in a big way. But ultimately, it's that matchup, AD and Jokic. If Jokic is held down a lot less than what he's done these first two rounds of the playoffs, which is ridiculous, damn near averaging a triple-double, um, I, I really think it's going to be an uphill battle for the Nuggets. Um, but it, I, I do think the Lakers have to stick in there and contend with these guards as well. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., KCP have had their way so far throughout these playoffs, and the Lakers defensively have been relatively good. They've been good at chasing around shooters. They did it the entire Warrior series, but it's a different. It's a switch up. It's a switch up from that Warrior so series different. altogether. Because the Nuggets will work in the half court and they will try to attack the rim. They'll try to get to the rim. They'll try to get to the free throw line where the Warriors didn't that entire series. So the Lakers are going to have to have to sort of attack this a whole lot differently. And I think 
one guy that does deserve a lot of credit, and I, I, I think he, anytime you have LeBron on your team, LeBron is near, he's a coach on the floor. He understands everything that's coming at him. He helps you in game planning. But Darvin Ham, as a first-year head coach, with these Lakers in these playoffs, his adjustments game to game, what he's done in, in installing defenses to try to take away what the Warriors do best, what the Grizzlies do best, he's been phenomenal. We have him credit where credit is due. Now, granted, that doesn't mean going into the future if LeBron and AD move away that he won't uh, sort of regress. It's a, you know if, if, if LeBron and Bronny comes in the league and LeBron goes elsewhere and Darvin Ham's still in L.A., we know how that tends to end up. But Darvin Ham has impressed me throughout these playoffs as a, a, a in-game adjustment and game-to-game adjustment coach, and that's what you want to see in, in playoff basketball. Absolutely. And Malone, you know, on the other side is an excellent NBA coach. He has history with LeBron, of course, from his Cleveland days. So you have that going into it as well. But no, yeah, Darvin Ham has been extremely impressive, I think, throughout these playoffs. It's what I've liked about him is that he isn't afraid to switch up his lineups on the fly and he commits to them. Like when he makes changes, he wants to see what happens. And if they're working, he doesn't go back to what, yep. you know, the game plan was because he's like, well, this well, is working hell, in the like, moment. Like, pull, how, like Lonnie that, Walker was pulling crazy. The Lonnie, pulling the Lonnie Walker string is insane. He didn't play the whole first game. He got garbage minutes. He saw how well Lonnie Walker played in garbage minutes and said, hey, this guy could help us on the floor. And I mean, willed them to a win. What was that, game five? Yeah. Willed them to a win. No, uh, it wasn't game five. It was game four. Four. Willed them to a win in game four. So. I, I I I have a lot of respect for for Darvin Ham being able to pull those strings on the fly, and I mean Lonnie Walker wasn't he was getting DNPs the entire second half of the season. Once they brought in six new faces, they didn't really have a role for him. But Darvin Ham said saw what he saw what he was able to accomplish in his garbage time minutes and knew that he could help them. I'm so interested to see tonight, though, what the Lakers' defensive sets are and what the Nuggets are going to try to run with Nikola Jokic because we know we know that these two things are true. Jokic is going to try to pull AD from the rim, yep. and AD is going to try, try to, to stay at the rim as much yes. as possible. So my question is, I wonder if there are going to be moments where LeBron goes on Jokic so that AD can stay closer to the rim. Like It's going to be interesting to see that those little chess games happening, yes. and you're going to see them pretty and, early on. And that's why it's just I feel like that we're going to understand a lot more about this series within like 10 minutes of, of the first yep. quarter because you're going to see how they're – each operating and how they're trying to feel each other out. The the inconsistencies we've seen from AD and the lack of, I mean, just no inconsistency from Nikola Jokic game. To None. Game should make you sort of favor Jokic in this sure. matchup going into the series. But we're talking about the Western Conference Finals. The intensity is up. Uh, defensive basketball is at a premium. It's it's going to be, <laughs> the, the chess match is going to be wild. Now, um, we, we talk about Darvin Ham and the adjustments he's made game to game and in-game adjustments, a guy that uh, that is fired because of his lack of ability to do that in the playoffs. Doc Rivers fired today. Um, I, I, I'm amazed um, by the lack of playoff success that Doc Rivers has and how much respect he, te- he tends to get in coaching conversations still. I think we're, it's less and less, but he's still a respected coach. In this game, and I think of all the all the firings of really good coaches and really good teams, this is the most understandable one. Um, but the best records since 2020, 2021, one is the Suns, two is the Bucks, three is the 76ers. Mike Budenholzer is gone. Monty Williams is gone, and now Doc Rivers is gone. It shows you how much things can change and how fast. 
they can change as far as NBA coaches are concerned. If you're not winning championships, if you're not competing in conference finals, you are out. You're gone. You have to make things happen with a roster that's being paid a whole lot of money to upkeep. And these front offices are not going to be patient with you. And I, I, Doc Rivers is the most understandable of the three. I, I have more understanding for Monty Williams. I don't understand the Mike Budenholzer firing in the slightest. Um, but, but Doc Rivers, it, we're going on four years of, of having the same roster put together, a roster that is capable, in my opinion. It's gotten better every for, year. For a championship. Uh, we, we've seen them pull strings. Daryl Morey comes in. He pulls strings every single offseason to try to make that roster better. And it's gotten better over the years. They have better role players this year. De'Anthony Melton came in. He was very solid. I think Paul Reed's been solid over the years. George Niang, you can say what you want about him as a player, but that's a solid role player off the bench. And yet you get the same results. You win your first-round matchup, generally speaking, against not very good teams. Then you play a team that is of your caliber and you can't get over the hump. You have to at some point. Not blame that on the talent and blame that on the coaching. Now, I do think some of his talent felt came up short. James Harden and Joel Embiid in that game seven in Boston were awful. But you have to make adjustments, and, and Doc Rivers has shown time and time again, seven different times he has been knocked out of the playoffs having a 3-1 or a 3-2 lead. He's shown time and time again he's not making the, the requisite adjustments to be able to contend in a deep playoff run, and that's a problem. The only time he's gotten over the hump is with a big three with the Celtics that was it was just it was ready made. It was ready made. And 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 most people would probably say he didn't accomplish enough through the through that time. He didn't. He didn't accomplish enough with the Clippers. There's no doubt no, about it. No Never got way. to the Western Conference Finals. And now with the 76ers you see the same thing. So I mean, at, at some point, I, I don't know when Doc's going to want to be done. I don't know if someone else is going to take, an, uh, take a, the, this opportunity to go hire him again. I don't think he'll be part of some rebuild situation. But at some point, we need to just come, come to terms with the fact that Doc Rivers, when you really get down to it, is he, is he a championship coach? He's won one. He's won one. But every other opportunity. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled two Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Opportunity he's had with talented rosters, he comes up short and doesn't even get to the conference finals. It's just, it's, it's written. Everyone knows the book here. I like Doc, but I've always thought that he was one of the most overrated coaches in NBA history. I just, I've always thought that he was. He, and I understand people making the argument that he's not the one shooting. He can't hit shot. Da, 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 da. It's like, but at some point, when you lose seven series, when you were up 3 1, 3 2, that becomes a pre- preparation issue. A, that becomes a, it's a, a trend. focus issue. It's a trend. There, it's with, who you where are. Where there is smoke, there is usually fire. That, that following him is not just, it's not coincidence that. He has had eight now different group, or seven different groups of guys fall when they were up in the lead. It has to do has to have something to do with his coaching. It has to. You are as a coach in the NBA. You are the results. You are what you have put on film. I always was told that in in in, in football. You are what you put on film. I can't I can't go off anything else. And what what Doc Rivers has put on film and put into the record books at this point is a constant loser once you get into the second round of the NBA playoffs, a guy who cannot make adjustments. And that's just who he is. And it's okay. It's just it, it just shows that the 76ers, with what they need to get done coming up here soon, you need to see if you can get James Harden back. You need to keep Joel Embiid happy. Tyrese Maxey has to take steps. Tobias Harris, I don't know what you're going to go about doing that. You still have him for a couple more years. You have to take this roster that has been put together and put it to good use. Get to an Eastern Conference Finals. Get to an NBA Finals. Try to win one. You have an MVP on your roster. And if somebody else is more qualified and better equipped to do that, then you make the move, and that's what we're seeing with the 76ers today. It's yeah, simple. because they had, like, this year, they should have won that series. I think Boston is the better team. They're the more talented team. But they should have won that series. They should have. They stole them without Joel Embiid. Then they got him back. They were in prime position to close it out, and they just let it falter. And one of the reasons is, we talked about Joe Mazzulla last series and how he looked like a deer in headlights, and he did. He but made one adjustment and put, put Robert Williams in the starting lineup, and it, sh- and it was and over. Doc had no idea what to do. <laughs> because over. what all they did, they were running pick and We talked about it. They were running pick and rolls with, with Harden and Embiid over and over and over again. Boston wasn't doing anything. They switched their defense, and Doc kept running the pick and rolls. He and ran jo- the same play. And I don't think in particular... That Joe Missoula made some, I mean, he just made one simple starting lineup adjustment to get a big guy in there to compete in a pick and roll. And, and his superstar won, stepped and up, it too. Won, it does matter. And it won the series. Yep. And I and all, here's what I'll say about the superstar stepping up for Joe Missoula. Okay, yeah, he stepped up in the fourth quarter. What about the first three? He was one for right, 15 right. halfway through the fourth quarter. I mean, in the end of the day, if Jason Tatum has 19 points in a game, you live with that. You think you can go win that ball game, but if you score only 86 in a game six at home, you should be ashamed of yourself. And also, though, you should. how many times – my my biggest issue with Doc – and I'm not trying to just dump on this dude. I, I do think that Doc's a good coach. He'll find another job, whatever. <laughs> my biggest issue with him, though, over the years has been how much he throws his team under the bus. 
He, con- he constantly throws the players under the bus. The front office is under the bus. He acts like he's never had the teams to get it done. He talked about it in the Sixers series with the Celtics. He had interviews talking about, about the Clippers. The Clippers. And it's yeah. like, what? In all the he cli- said, he, basically, the, the idea of it, for people that don't know, is he said the Clippers weren't together enough. Yes. We were never going to win a championship because we weren't together enough. And J.J. Redick even pushed back on that. And as soon as as soon as the 76ers got knocked out, JJ Redick went to Twitter and said, "I hope they were together." Enough. Yeah, I guess they weren't together enough. That's kind of my point, though, is that last year after they lost the series, well, they had Ben Simmons, like we could just throw, we could run him under the butt. Like he's I had, think the word was cooperation. By the way, I do want to go, but back. he's had just like the excuses have run out. Yeah, of course, like, it's not the players. It, at some point, it becomes the coaching man, like. The only time you've ever gotten it done is when you had three bona fide Hall of Famers in their prime on the court at the same time, and you still almost lost it. <laughs> Doc Rivers has had three unreasonably talented rosters. Yes. With MVP candidates on them. And MVP winners on them with Joel Embiid now. And he just falls short. It's okay. It's okay for the 76ers to move on. And I, the 76ers have an interesting decision to make on their hands, and there's some targets already. Mike Budenholzer will be a target. Can I be honest? Should be a target for everyone, mm-hmm. considering what he's been able to accomplish. 2021, he won a championship, and he was the he, he coached the Bucks to the best record in the NBA, even though they were minus Chris Middleton for most of the year. He should be on everybody. If you if you have a job opening, Mike Budenholzer should be in there. And, you know, for Mike Budenholzer, he can probably be very picky um, about what he wants to do. And does he want to get back into it right now, considering – what happened with his brother very recently? Brother just passed. Like he, maybe he needs more time before he makes a decision like this to jump back into the coaching ranks. He probably feels a little bit uh, disenchanted by what happened with Milwaukee, dumping him at the first chance that they had a, that they had to dump him. Sam Cassell's also in there. Nick Nurse is going to be in there. Frank Vogel, Monty Williams is going to be a 76ers uh, a target. But the most interesting one, by far. And if this hire is made, I think we kind of know the, the outcome and, and how this works. But Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni oh, is the, oh. the, 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 the no. final guy. Um, <laughs> no. And the idea, the idea of hiring him, though, is to keep to retain James Harden. Yeah. And they, they, have great rela- they have a great relationship. Daryl Morey is still uh, part of that front office. It, it, that would be the last-ditch effort to try to keep James Harden in Philly. Of that list, I would love to see Sam Cassell get a shot. I think it's time. Yeah, but at the same time, when you're in a win-now window, do you want a guy that's unproven? That, that's, is that's D'Antoni what, proven? Well, well, Mike Budenholzer, Nick Nurse, Frank Vogel, and Monty Williams all relatively proven compared to Sam Cassell. Sure. Mike D'Antoni, no. I, I think that's more of a sidebar to try to keep <laughs> what you have on your roster together. Yeah. And, and you know that he'll give over the keys to everything to James Harden. That's what D'Antoni's going to make. And also, I think... One one positive about Mike D'Antoni, I think he could get the most out of Tyrese Maxey going, he going could. forward he, in this they, He would score 25 But again, is that yeah. going to facilitate winning in the playoffs when you're not really not focusing on the defensive you end? you got to play defense. Yeah. D'Antoni, we, we We're going to score 120. Yeah. Well, how much you give up? 140. The, the, the book is out on D'Antoni. It's all, it's all offense. Um, but compared to Sam Cassell, I think Sam Cassell would be you're taking a chance on him compared to Bud, Nurse, Vogel, Monty Williams. That's fair. That's and fair. Those guys have, have gotten to the peaks. Three of them have won a championship. One of them's been to an NBA Finals. And I, like, I'm all for giving guys opportunities, but with this roster, with an MVP and, and Joel Embiid, with um, a, a, a front office that's really 
wanting to get over the hump and get to an NBA Finals, I don't know if Sam Cassell would be the guy that fits that mold. That's if fair. he interviews really well, sure. If he, if he shows that he can do things that Doc Rivers didn't, sure. But I always will have questions about a rookie head coach being put into a situation in the playoffs with a team like the 76ers that have, have so much scar tissue built up. Can he get them over the hump more than Doc Rivers did? I I think Monty would be. be a good fit, too, though, because he's a player's guy. He could help control that locker room. He could help control emotions, get guys locked in, because that's really what they're looking for. They're looking for somebody that can control that locker room, make sure everybody's on the same page, because it seems like it's the same story every year with the Sixers. And, and I think they, it, they don't like each other by the end of the season. It's like, what's going and on? And I think off, I think offensively, the, 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 the type of players they have, could Monty Williams could fit that because he, he likes to slow it down, play the half-court game. I think you have that opportunity with them, but I don't know. I, I, Monty Williams will land on his feet. I don't know if this is the perfect situation for him, though. But, I, I mean, I, I, I would imagine they'll get a pretty substantial name in there. For sure. 76ers. I mean, they're ready-made. It's yes. ready-made for a run. Yes. yes. But then again, if you're not making that run, they could become disinterested very quickly. Very, very quickly. So we'll see. But those names, again, Mike Budenholzer, Sam Cassell, Mike D'Antoni, crazy one. Nick Nurse, Frank Vogel, and Monty Williams for that 76ers opening because Doc Rivers fired today. Fired today. Now let's go ahead and uh, bring on Jeff Calkins. Jeff Calkins is the columnist of the Daily Memphian. He's also the host of the Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11 right here, and he has plenty to say on John Morant. We'll talk about the Tigers roster. We'll talk about other things. We have some lifestyle discussions to have. It's always a fun time. Jeff Calkins. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.